Is everybody ready? Oh, look at Arya. I'm Ariel. You're cute. Miss my Arya and Ariel. I'm ready. Where's Steph? Where's Steph? Wait, are we doing this without her? Because I'm down. Bottoms up. Let's go, Steph. I'm ready. Where's my mic? It's right here. Okay, I'm ready. I'm here. It's your favorite primas. It's your favorite primas. It's your favorite primas. Welcome to the Prima Tapes. jump into our next episode we just wanted to wish everybody a merry christmas we're sending out all the virtual hugs and yeah get ready for tape number four welcome back everyone how's everyone today hi 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 hello we're hi (laughs) (laughs) just kidding Thank you guys, all the listeners, for all your feedback we've received. It's been really, really great. Um, So we are going to get started today. Yes, and I am passing the mic to somebody who cannot drive herself anywhere. Hey, I can if it's not on the freeway. (laughs) And Valerie. I am nervous. I feel like my heart is in my butt. I hate being the focus of anything. But it does make it easier that I'm doing it with you guys, my primas. Yes. So yes. I just turned 30. I've been married for five years to my husband, Connor. And we have one little puppy named Rex. And yeah, I'm excited to get into these questions. All right. So Valerie, you're on the hot seat of questions. So I'm going to get started. So as you all know, Valerie has been married for five years, and the the top question she gets is, "When are you gonna have kids?" Um, eventually, I have. I want to do an episode eventually about fertility. Um, right now, I don't think it's the time to have kids. I'm enjoying my marriage. I like. I wanted to have a lot of time with him before we added kids into the mix. Because our first year of marriage, that was rough. Moving in with each other and not knowing each other, even though we were together for three years, it was really rough adjusting to each other. I could have only imagined if we would have added some kids in there. I know I want to be a mom. I've always felt like I have a calling to adopt a kid. So eventually, yes, I will have kids. Can you adopt me? Yes, baby, I can adopt (laughs) Do you hate when people ask you that constantly? Do you, when are you going to have kids? Yes and no. I think it depends on who it comes from. If it's a family member that's genuinely interested or wants to know why I don't. No, I don't hate it. But if it's strangers, I do get irritated because maybe in this time of my life, I'm not trying to have kids. But I do know when I do start trying, it's going to be a struggle. And it's probably going to be really emotional when people are constantly bombarding you with when are you gonna have kids so yeah yes and no because I feel like that question like people ask it genuinely kind of but a lot of them don't know the struggles behind it or if maybe you were pregnant at one time you know mm-hmm. what I mean and it's like a very emotional thing to ask somebody yeah it is. Yeah. yeah they don't know what nerve they're they're touching and I feel like sometimes 
even if, maybe not, it's not genuine, but it's just a question you ask and people don't mm -hmm. think twice and they don't think about everything that could be happening behind the scenes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm going to kind of change the subject to something. So you and Connor never lived together before you were married. <laughs> no, no, we dated for a year and then he asked me to marry him. And then we were engaged for two and a half years and then we moved in literally the day after we got married. Wait, so what if like there was something weird like that you didn't know? Like what if like before he brushed his teeth, he had to like touch his head five times? <laughs> <laughs> well, we traveled together. We mm. would spend a lot of time together. We would mm. um, spend weekends together and stuff. Mm -hmm. There was a lot of adjusting. He's a clean freak. He's out of the military. He wants everything a certain way. And I was raised very pampered and I didn't have to do any chores in my house. But I kind of, when I got into the apartment, I kind of just wanted to do the same thing. So it was a lot of fights over cleaning and stuff that we had to iron out in the beginning. So he didn't get like a trial first. He did not get a trial. <laughs> but he used to see my room. So he should have not had any wrong impressions on whether he or not knew. I was clean. He knew what he was getting himself into. <laughs> See me and Matt fight who can make the mess the fastest. <laughs> <laughs> Val, do you have trust issues? I do, but I think I was born this way. <laughs> I still remember getting going home and tattling on my dad if a woman talked to him at Walmart. <laughs> like I've always been, I don't, I've always been like that. And then when I was young, I was in a toxic relationship that I was cheated on a lot. So then those trust issues came in. Mm -hmm. um, I also feel like I'm always going to be a bandit and I don't know where the heck that comes from <laughs> but if I tell someone to pick me up an hour before they're supposed to pick me up I'm already like are they going to get me are they going to forget me am I just going to stay here it's like this is a George Lopez segment <laughs> like that's a Latina thing the trust issues you know how there's so many things like that where they're acting crazy leaving voicemails and it's like they just went to the store or something. I feel like it stems from our parents. Like when we're young, like I feel like when we were young, my mom would leave us with our like grandparents or something and be like, you're not going to spend the night. You're not going to spend the night. And then we end up spending the night. It was the worst. That's <laughs> Did that happen? But yes. then maybe actually like us and Val, like our moms are kind of the same. Like I feel like our moms did always really stay home with us. Oh, yeah. So maybe so it was very uncomfortable for us to ever, like, be with anybody else. So then we yeah. know, I felt, like, scared or yeah, something. Yeah, I hated having to go stay with, like, an aunt mm -hmm. or something. Even though, like, they're my aunt. But, like, it's like, no, don't leave me. <laughs> well, now that stuff says that, Val, I think of it, like, I feel the same with my dad. Because he was always there. Like, anything that's a little bit different, you feel like, mm -hmm. okay, I'm going to be abandoned. Because you were yep. so used to someone always, always being there. Yeah. That makes sense. I was the opposite. Please take me. <laughs> I know I was going to say Alex didn't mind leaving you guys for a whole month and just coming to school. Because it felt like I was on vacation. They gave me everything. They made I didn't have to fight for attention for my sister. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh that's true. We even went to Knott's Berry Farm. We had, we had fun. <laughs> yeah, but then she got to do those things that we never went to. Me and Steph never went to Disneyland as no. a child or any of Neither that. Neither did Alex. Neither did I. It was Knott's Berry. <laughs> You oh, took. We didn't even do that. We barely went to Western Playland. <laughs> we had to eat our broccoli for that. 
but I do remember if I would fall asleep somewhere like at Dez's house I used to try not to fall asleep because I would be left there <laughs> I would wake up and because I used to okay I used to sleep with my mom till like a long time so well, she was me, like 10. me too yeah until I found someone else I could sleep in their room <laughs> So it would like, I would be like, where's my mom? Where's my mom? Like at two in the morning, I'm like, oh, she left me here. <laughs> at least it wasn't such a shock. Cause when you would stay with me, we would both sleep with my mom. <laughs> so it helped. Yes. I was just going to say that when I would go to El Paso to visit, I'm pretty sure your mom was already married, Alyssa. Mm-hmm. And the three of us would sleep in a bed in front of their bed when yeah. we spent the night. <laughs> yeah. She didn't want to change things for me too much, you know? Yeah. <laughs> All right, Valerie, do you have any advice on how to maintain a healthy relationship with your partner? My biggest thing is try your best not to bring in what your exes did to you and put it on your new partner. Mm -hmm. Uh, I struggled with that a lot in the beginning when I first met Connor. I wanted to know what he was doing. I wanted him to tell me literally everything from who he was texting because of my relationship previously I feel like that's the worst thing you can do because they haven't done anything to you yet or maybe they won't do it to you and you're just putting all of that on them I would say that's my biggest Mm -hmm. advice do you feel that made you toxic oh for sure even still now I'm eight years into a relationship where he's never done anything to me and sometimes he'll For example, he'll tell me a story how he's at work and there was a girl that was kind of getting bullied by the other coworkers. So he sat and ate lunch with her. And I was like, why would you do that? (laughs) Why did you have to be the nice one? Why couldn't somebody else be the nice one? He has to check me and be like, Valerie. I'm like, okay, you're right. I'll calm down. Well, that's a good quality in Connor. He didn't (laughs) want somebody to be left alone. Right. Yeah. yeah but of course you being you you're gonna turn it into <laughs> something and different. I don't know where I get it because my parents are not like that at all yeah I don't think they are either I've never I don't know I've witnessed some stuff <laughs> <laughs> no but I feel like I'm like that I get in my head a lot I'm like he doesn't text me what is he doing and then I think like the worst thing that can possibly happen and mm-hmm. I just wanted to I was gonna say this earlier but I remember when I had Ariel Mm-hmm. He took so long. To, I don't know why this came to my head. He took so long to come get me because I had a C-section so they had to wheel me out and I thought he left me. I was like, this <laughs> is like, it. Like, what if he just decided? He left me there. <laughs> like, he's just going to leave me with two girls. He's yeah. out. Even the, the nurses were like, are you okay? Is he coming back? And it's because he was on he's the phone. <laughs> it was, I swear, it felt like it was an hour. It was maybe 20 minutes. Like, I was just waiting. Like, they had already discharged me. <laughs> he's not coming do you want us to put you somewhere (laughs) he's coming back I know it (laughs) so looking back Val do you think you were ready for marriage when you got married uh I think so we did date for three years I know Alex always likes to tease me and she's always like you guys got married really fast but we really did date for three years before we got married um My mom did always tell me she didn't want me to get married young. And she still thinks that I think I was 24 that I got married too young. But I feel like I got to have more time before I start having to do babies and stuff. 
Well, I mean, all our parents. I think I was like nineteen. So. Yeah. <laughs> And usually yeah. there's a baby in the, the picture already. It's <laughs> like <laughs> so you did it in chronological order. You dated, That's you got married, you moved in, and then mm-hmm. you adopted a dog. And then you're looking in the future toward possibly right. adopting or having kids. Like, yes. Really- I also think I was so traumatized because I didn't do anything the quotation marks the right way in my first relationship. Like, I moved in with him and it ended up being a disaster. And I think in my head, I said, oh, it was a disaster because you did it wrong. You do it right. It doesn't have to be a disaster. But he was the disaster. Yes. The order that you did it in. Correct. (laughs) Can I ask you a question, but you don't have to answer if you don't want to. (laughs) Yeah. So you know how you did everything in like the the right or not the right way, but a specific way. Did you wait to have sex with him until you got married? (laughs) No, but but (laughs) he wanted to take me home the first night. And my mom in my head always told me, if you go home with someone the first night, they're not going to want to marry you. So I said no. And I did wait a month. And in my head, I thought that was a long time to wait to have sex with somebody. I feel like these days, people will like not stick around the whole month. (laughs) Right. And I do feel I would get, I do feel like he was like, a month we have to wait a month oh like you told or him. i do think that's what rushed him into asking me to marry him because he wanted to move <laughs> in with me after <laughs> <laughs> me over here trying to go a whole year without having sex. celibacy yes i am you're trying to re-virginize stuff yes i am is that how it works i think it's seven you- years oh Seven years. Seven years. Oh yeah, I, thought that, I, I thought you were just joking. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that mess with the gum. It, it stays in your stomach for seven years if you swallow gum. No. Yeah, that one's true. Alex just kidding. Like, That's not that. It's the gum. <laughs> you're silly. <laughs> you got it wrong. <laughs> I, it might be a myth, but supposedly all your cells regenerate in that time where it's like it's a whole new vagina. You know. So oh. what happens if you just do a rejuvenation like next month? I guess you can speed it up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't <laughs> or you could go get baptized people do that uh mm-hmm. and those are easier than yourself. seven years yeah <laughs> all right so you work with your mom right i do so how is that it's been 10 years i think in the beginning it was really hard because she's my boss but now that i don't live with her it's a lot easier and it's really fun i work for a really small company it's just me, her, and a front desk. And honestly, half of our time we're talking about Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey and pop culture. So I think it's a blast. So it's not even work. Do you work? It's really like- <laughs> do I work? Yeah. Like, do you do things at work? Yeah, I'm a I'm a biller, so I can multitask. Yeah, you forget, Vivi, that she's a Virgo. Mm. Mm. She's a master multitasker. Interesting. I didn't know that had to do with me being a Virgo. Yes, I am. <laughs> so do you feel you would always stay working with your mom? Or like if you get a better opportunity, you would take it? Or do you enjoy where you're mm-hmm. at right now? I really like my work. So I find if somebody came and was like, oh, we're going to pay you this much more. I don't know if I would leave just because my days are enjoyable. I don't dread going into mm-hmm. work. I come home and I don't have to think about my work day. It's, I think. It's not work. 
like yeah really. it doesn't feel like work eventually do I still want to be doing the same thing probably not but I don't think I would leave anytime soon that's awesome honestly mm-hmm. since we're on the topic what is your dream job honestly like if you can like pick what you want to do in life and everything like what would that be uh, I have a lot of fun when Vivian first started doing her podcast. I really enjoyed doing the content for you guys or putting together the timeline and the plotting. So maybe something like in social media management or something by myself. Um, my mom and I have played with the idea of doing like party planning, something like mm-hmm. that where it can be creative. Yeah, I can totally see that for you. And you get to do it a little bit on the side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm it you're yeah. you're good at those things though so yeah I can see it mm-hmm. our content creator everybody Yay. <laughs> do you spend every holiday with your parents luckily yes because my <laughs> husband is from Scotland so their traditions are very different so we get to spend Christmas Eve with my family Christmas Day with his they don't celebrate Thanksgiving because that's not a thing in Scotland they're also not religious so Easter they don't celebrate Easter or anything like that. So I do get to spend all the holidays with my parents. Nice. Do you find it hard that um, you married into a family that's not Hispanic? <gasps> yes, sometimes. <laughs> a lot of their culture is similar to ours. The only thing that they don't really understand is how important family is, I think. Spending a lot of time with family, I don't think they see the, they see it as overwhelming. So that's been one of the hardest things for Connor and I is I'm very family oriented. I like having people, family at our house and stuff. And Connor gets very like anxious. He's not used to it. So that's been a huge learning curve. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've been with someone too that wasn't like fully Hispanic. And it was definitely like that. Yeah. Where they like they could go like months, years, maybe even without like talking to their family or it's wild so crazy to me like my mom would come hunt me down (laughs) like she will hunt my children down she'll hunt me down like but sometimes it was kind of cool in the sense of like holidays Mm -hmm. you know because that was the same like we would celebrate Christmas Eve because Christmas Eve is huge for our family like that's where we mainly celebrate Christmas Mm -hmm. and then it was like oh Christmas morning for like an hour or two like yeah you know do you think that it's a hispanic thing or do you think it's our family mostly the how much we get together and stuff because i've been with hispanics before and i feel like they were also overwhelmed like the way connor gets and i know sometimes like other partners of ours can get overwhelmed when we're all together to be honest i do think it's a hispanic thing like i think and maybe it's old school because I think like old school Hispanic, we guys were always together. I remember growing up and we literally would have cookouts every single Sunday, mm-hmm. watch the football games and always be together. And then I just think these days, traditional family doesn't exist as much anymore. So I think a lot of people kind of mix cultures and kind of make their own version of holidays. Mm-hmm. That's just my opinion. Like that's also- what I think has happened a lot. Also we like our family and we enjoy our family and not everybody has that experience. A lot of people going back to your family is triggering. It's toxic. They're judging you. I think that's why people make their own little families, their own traditions is when they're 
don't feel a part of their first family. Yeah. Out of protection necessity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, that's what matters is you're happy. It doesn't have to be traditional. Mm-hmm. You never have to do what everyone expects of you. It's like you do what makes you happy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yes, for sure. Okay, Val. So talk to us about the dynamic between um, the cousins and the age gaps and all that. Between us, like the five of us, or just in general? It just says cousins. In this okay, question. so <laughs> to be honest, you and Steph don't really didn't exist in my mind when we were little because you guys were the older cousins that never wanted to play with us. So I don't really know what the age gap is. I don't know if it's <laughs> two years. How old are you, Vivi? I'm 33. Me and Steph are okay, two so, years apart. So you're three years older than me. Yes. And Stephanie's five years older than me. Alex is only a few months younger than me. Alyssa, a year or two? A year and something. And then all the boys. <clears throat> the first boy is Alyssa's age. And then the rest of the boys are like six years younger than me. And when I moved to Arizona, that was really crappy because all I had left was boy cousins and a brother <laughs> and I love them now but when I was younger it was a they were a pain in the butt it was like yeah. five boys running around stealing your stuff they would tell all the kids at school that I was a vampire and I had no heart <laughs> they were they were crazy you got bullied <laughs> at school by your family <laughs> yeah well not by Ramsey not Ramsey I'm talking Tino J's Andy. Mm-hmm, Andy. Y'all thought I was a little Maybe they truly believed it. Do you think? Yeah, they, they used were to just tell my dad that that's why I wore, I used to wear like a heart charm. Mm-hmm. And they used to think that that was my heart and I didn't have a real heart. And I'm assuming because I'm pale, maybe. I was like, <laughs> were you mean to them or something? And they were like, <laughs> I don't, I don't think to Tino, Jason, Andy, I was ever mean. I always felt like I was their older sister. Mm-hmm. I don't think I was mean to them. They just put context clues from the movies, the heart on your neck. You had pale skin. You always reading Twilight back when I was cool, you know? But mm-hmm. I think what's cool about you and the rest of the cousins is you guys are all close in age. Like yeah. you, Alex, Alyssa, Ramsey, mm-hmm. and I just had Stephanie. I had Stephanie. They're not far but I have like seven personalities, so yeah. I mean, <laughs> you never knew what you were getting. Yeah, that's right. true. That's you unfair. guys really don't have any cousins your age. I mean, we have Kimberly, but she wasn't uh, like she wasn't here. She moved that's very young out of state. Yeah. So mm-hmm. like it was literally just me and Stephanie. I feel like I've yeah. always been like everyone's mom. Like I feel like all the cousins would probably be like, I mean, maybe you guys, I mean, I think Val know, but I think like, and maybe not Vivi, but I think everyone else like does see me like, oh, she's going to tell my mom or like they won't necessarily. <laughs> Snitch. Like, not anymore. Me and Alex over here like, no. I was <laughs> Just like, kidding. No. <laughs> Steph, I have a very vivid memory at my mom's, the old house. You were on the treadmill, I think, or I was on the treadmill and then you were there. I don't know where you were, but something you said you were mean and so I gave you the ring finger not the middle finger and you're like I know what that means and I was so freaked out I was so scared you were gonna tell him I think I was very mean growing up like I don't know why like why about it in my personality like like I feel like I was just like that like I don't know like attitude like sassy like there's a lot of pressure on you being the first sister and then the first cousin Mm -hmm. the first 
everything the first granddaughter you know yeah. i think it was more of a bossy thing like yeah, you're like i'm in bossy. charge and mm-hmm. uh, i feel like thea has that and aria have that in <laughs> them so when someone pushes them around they're like no i'm not gonna do that I don't have to listen. Yeah. like that's i feel like that's how you're Personal, like I feel like I'm always like alone like I feel like I don't really like I don't feel like I can go out with my cousins and be like oh yeah like I feel like I have to be the responsible one like oh my god like (laughs) I feel that over here um when was it Thanksgiving weekend Yeah. yeah yeah when we were here I feel like they were finally like oh Alex Alex is just like us hard also is our parents are always with us when we go in and out of town so it's not even necessarily Steph, them not acting out because Steph is there, but all our parents are there. Like we don't really get a lot of, when you guys come into town, there's not a lot of just cousin time because yeah. when you guys are with your aunts and uncles also. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to act out in front of grandma. Like, you know, <laughs> I'll tell you when I came home, when I came to grandma's house and Gibbet's house from Super Bowl, I was super drunk. <laughs> And I felt so oh. awkward. <laughs> Gibbet has seen me drunk. <laughs> many a time, many a time. Because of freaking Tino. He makes me take shots at 7 a.m. He makes you. He suggests shots at 7 a.m. What already, am I going to do? I'm already at the bottom of grandma's list. So. <laughs> <laughs> it, ain't getting, it ain't getting worse. <laughs> Next year, OnlyFans is coming out. <laughs> I think you got up there because you made a Facebook post about you. I haven't had one of those in a long time. Me either. I don't think I've ever had one. So I think I'm starting to believe you guys that I am at the very bottom. <laughs> it's always Alyssa. <laughs> and I'm just silent. Shout out to Grandma Lulu because she does listen and support our podcast. Love you, Grandma. Love you, Grandma. <laughs> I was just joking. <laughs> I don't drink. I've never been drunk. I've never been drunk. I think Grandma Lulu is definitely ahead of her time. Oh, oh yeah sure. she's that an aquarius not to i know i'm always throwing it up <laughs> but literally that's like aquarius are outside of the box like, i don't yeah, feel like any of us have to really hide our true selves mm-hmm. around her you know mm-hmm. she's amazing so. she created all this cheers to ludu cheers to ludu ludu i love our relationship with our grandma ludu <laughs> I know you have to leave all your girl cousins. Tell us a little bit about moving away from El Paso. Honestly, it was devastating. I feel like in El Paso, I was very outgoing because I felt like I always had friends with me, built-in friends. Um, and then we moved to Arizona, a small, small, small town in Arizona, Mm -hmm. um, six hours away from everybody. And it became just my mom, me, my dad, and my baby brother. Uh, I started kindergarten there and I still felt like I was not a part of the town at all. I still remember going to visit you guys and coming back and it being like a movie, you know, when you look out the window and you're just like sobbing, (laughs) driving back home. I think it was hard for all of us. I remember my mom, as soon as we would hit the sign that says, welcome to Florence, she would start sobbing. It was just, it was really hard. Mm -hmm. I was actually Hmm. telling someone about Florence and how you, how you say you didn't feel like you were a part of the town, but I think like 
the way even your mom was because I feel like since your mom like definitely was like from Mexico and I feel like the way you guys would always she would always have you like super ready and you guys always look so good and sometimes I think that is like a thing of people from Mexico because I feel like I'm Mexican but I feel like I'm very much Americanized right and I feel like I've met people that are from Mexico and then the way they dress compared to even me like I feel like they're always to the nines like you never see them in sweats or right well I always tell Connor's like I was literally bullied because I would go to school dressed nicely if we had a Christmas pageant my mom would put me in a nice Christmas dress with my hair Mm -hmm. done and everybody else wouldn't go like that because Arizona is very casual. Or I got bullied for wearing Gap clothes because nobody was wearing Gap clothes. Or <laughs> my mom would send a super bundle to school and everybody was like in their shorts and all this stuff. I'm like I'm the only person in the world that got bullied because my mom used to comb my hair. Yeah, <laughs> your mom loves you. <laughs> well, that's old news. <laughs> I do remember I would dream all the time that we would go back to El Paso or somehow magically you guys would all end up here in Arizona for a really long time. I don't think I accepted it until I was like 16 that I was from Arizona. (laughs) I lived in Arizona and that's where I was staying. Do you Mm -hmm. think how different do you think your guys' life would be if you would have never left? We talk about it all the time. I wonder if I would be more outgoing. I feel like a lot of my anxiety started when I moved to Arizona. Um, maybe I would drink more because I feel like you guys all drink a lot. <laughs> and you wouldn't have met Connor. I would not have met Connor. That's true. Mm-hmm. I wonder because I think you do a lot to stay like connected with your culture and everything. Mm-hmm. And here you would be fully immersed in it. Plus yeah. how much, how important it is to you. Plus it would be That's around true. you all the time. Right. And also being in Arizona, at least with you guys, you guys were six hours away. So I was able to see you guys a little bit more versus my mom's side of the family. They were 12 hours away. So Mm -hmm. that kind of sucks. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah. But maybe it helped you be closer to your culture because you were so not a part of, not a part of it. Yeah. 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 You didn't take it for granted at all. No. And I feel like that's something that I've come into more as an adult, Alyssa, where like I was, I would see stuff on TikTok and I'd be like, I want to know how to make tortillas. Mm-hmm. I want to know how to make conchas and stuff like that. And I would ask grandma Lulu and my mom, and they'd be like, well, we don't really know. And it's like, well, I'm going to find out because I want to be able to pass that kind of stuff down mm-hmm. to our kids. I started doing my own research when it comes to like Mexico history and stuff because they pass those (laughs) recipes down to me (laughs) I'll send them to Matt yeah grandma won't give them to my mom (laughs) but oh I did there are a lot of stuff that grandma Lulu has taught me how to make I'll have her come over and I write down her little chile colorado recipe and stuff and we make it together so that I can keep that from her so how long have you lived in a small town um, since I was six years old and then I moved away when I was 18 to an hour away a little city close by back again when I was 21 and then I left again when I got married and then Connor and I were like well we want quiet we want peace I don't like driving traffic drives me insane and the house prices are better my family is in Florence so we just decided to move back I think as an adult, I can see the really good things about a small town now. 
Mm-hmm. Back then, not so much. Everybody was in your business. Everybody knew everybody. You just couldn't be going around being a bad kid because your parents would find out right away, you know? And that would suck. Mm-hmm. Imagine, mm-hmm. like, you can't even go to, like, like for me, like, I can't go to a bar without being seen by somebody, you know? Like, the bar you go to, your uncle is there every time. <laughs> like, both <laughs> of them. <laughs> I'm not trying to hide it. But that's by choice. Like, what if I wanted just to lay low somewhere? Oh, I feel that in Florence. When I was a freshman, I might bleep this out, but when I was a freshman, I was having a really hard time in math class. So I asked one of my guy friends to be a math tutor for me, and he wanted um, something in exchange. So I was dumb and I did it, and I sent him. A little nudie of my boobs. <laughs> and I, pa- I passed my test, but it turns out this kid was a part of a ward that somebody that worked with my mom and he went to confess that he did this really bad thing. Oh my and God. then the person that worked with my mom felt really bad, came to our house and sat my mom down to tell her. And then my mom was like, what's your face in it? I was like, no, it was like, okay, we'll figure it out then. But that was because the small face <laughs> happened anywhere else. Boom, no, I yeah. have to tell the mom, like, what in the world? But, because they and, thought and they would a... be saving me from. Oh my God. But isn't that supposed to be like a non, like they're not supposed to leave what you confess to them? Confidential. Like, it, wasn't, it wasn't a confession. He was like the guy's mentor. So he didn't have a position at the church or anything. He was just talking about how he was having. He was confiding in I him. Still think that was still yeah. abuse of power. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Hey, I hope you're not listening, Dan. <laughs> Can't prove it was you. No face in the photo. Mm-hmm. No face, no case. <laughs> I wish someone would release my young, good bot. Oh, my God. News. Yeah, who has them <laughs> if you're listening <laughs> send, send them, them to in. our instagram <laughs> please Kidding, the tapes at gmail.com <laughs> <laughs> please put steph's name in the subject so she can open it <laughs> i do not want to open that one please. <laughs> all right valerie what is the most scandalous thing that's happened in your town don't don't a lot of stuff but I'll just speak to something that I saw with my own eyes. That way I'm not adding to rumors and stuff. Um, One of our math teachers had a crush on one of our football players. And he was friends with one of my exes. And he showed me her boobs on his phone. She used to send him nudies. And (sighs) he was married. She, I don't, I'm not going to say if she still works at the school or not, but isn't that wild? Yeah. And people it's, would find, the, I think the craziest thing about Florence is that people would find out and nothing would happen because if they were tied to a certain, another family or something, nothing would happen to them. They were protected. And also yeah. I think when it's that way around where the older person is a woman, it's very like, oh, high five. Good job. Oh, yeah. yeah it's when it's not, super yeah. illegal. Yeah. And then I feel like if it were like a man teacher doing that, we would all be like, he's sick. Mm-hmm. He needs to be locked up. Get arrested needs- right yes. now. Oh, yeah. 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 Seriously, it's crazy. Right. So Scandalous. Is that, is that a thing you guys say in Arizona? Nudies? No, that's probably just me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Makes me feel less bad. Like, I feel like nudes sound so bad. 
But if I say newbies, I feel better about it. You know, like, I'm so ashamed of myself nudies. that I used to nudies are cute. What do you guys yeah, call exactly. it? I call them nudes. Nudes. You call them nudies? I don't know what I call it. It's kind of like when I'm drunk, I say I'm drunkies. You yeah, know, exactly. so that if I make this not as bad, cute. Yeah, <laughs> I think sound like your mom right now. Like <laughs> making up cute words. Like, so silly, Liz. <laughs> I remember how, how she would take a shower, like a bath. A bower. A bower. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, she I taught me all those words, and I thought they were real words when I was little. So <laughs> everyone looked at you, what are you saying? Are you okay? Uppity. Uppity. <laughs> I guess I just say picks. Picks. Picks and picks. Inappropriate picks. And nudes. <laughs> That's really long. I don't call I don't call dick picks nudies. What do you call them? Dick, dick picks. picks. Oh, can I tell a story real quick? One time, a long time ago, my mom was going to make a deck, or she did, or she had ideas to make a deck in the back, and I asked her to send me her deck pics. <laughs> she sent you any? Yeah, yeah, her deck, yeah. Wait, oh, that reminded me when we were in Arizona, I don't know if you remember, Val- I think it's for Valerie's wedding. Yes, I know what you're going to say. <laughs> we're at a restaurant, and Diego was braiding Alyssa's hair. And he's like, I'm a master braider. He's like, call me a master braider. <laughs> Said, I stand by it. Still taking it back now. <laughs> so Val, what do you think about social media? I love it. I've been in it since MySpace. I love MySpace. I know that you can be creative in it when we used to make our own little, what were they called? The layouts that you would do on MySpace. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I love social media. I tried starting a blog in 2016. I, I loved like it. I read it religiously. <laughs> I like making TikToks. I think for somebody, if you're old, your brain is already fully developed and you're not going to be comparing yourself to everybody on social media or that it's going to make you feel bad. I like it and I have fun with it. I also think it's a cool way to get news without it being from the TV and filtered. Mm-hmm. That everybody can just be posting what they're seeing, and I like it. Mm-hmm. I agree. I really like social media too. I mean, that's why we're here. Also, true. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's true. It's, I it's a, like it. It's especially great for like us that we didn't live together because I remember right. Grandpa getting a Facebook, yes. like uh-huh. in two thousand nine or something, <laughs> and that's that's the only reason I got a Facebook was to like keep up you know like Mm -hmm. so those things are that's cool that's a really positive Mm -hmm. end on social media Alex why did you not used to like social media um I feel like I get into my head that oh my god I don't look like that or like oh my significant other's gonna see that and that's what he like they think is like beautiful and like I don't look like that and it would get really um toxic for me Mm -hmm. to where I would go and see like what people like or Mm -hmm. if they were looking at these like like I guess models or whatever fitness models and stuff yeah and I'll be like well I don't look like that so why like I would be even scared like when um someone would see it and like I wouldn't want to like show my body like baby even though at that time I was I was like a lot less than I weigh now (laughs) but um, I think it's taken, I even for a long time deleted some social mm-hmm. media. Um, I went back to it, but, um, cause I'm, 
I just want to be more comfortable in my body now. So I don't, it doesn't bother me as much, but. That's what I was going to say. It just all has to do with self-love, right? Yeah. Comparing yourself to everybody. I took a huge, I don't know if you guys noticed, I took a huge break last year because I just didn't feel good about myself. So I was like, I don't want to post pictures. And then I got really sad because I wasn't, I wasn't taking pictures in real life either. And I didn't have Christmas pictures. I didn't have pictures with my parents because I was so self-conscious of what I looked like, which is sad because Mm -hmm. you want to have those memories. That's Mm -hmm. how I feel. Like, I actually feel like for a long time, I don't think I'm in any like family photos with the girls, my sisters, like, cause I like hated how I looked for so long. I would not like, I would be mad. Like if anyone took a picture of me and I feel like do not, and I feel like I would tell them like, don't take a picture of me, <laughs> like, you know, but then I feel yeah. like I regret it. And like, I feel like, yeah, once you start loving yourself, I'm like, well, that is what it looked like. So No. And then this stuff, like what happened to me in high school. So mm-hmm. it like, I felt like it would mess with my head and I, I don't know. I was just like, I don't look like that. Or you would like, it was back then you could see like so-and-so like this person's yeah, photo yeah, yeah. and then you can go look into it. I'm like, oh shit. Like I didn't even, I don't know. It would just get to me. <laughs> now that you're talking about that, maybe that's where my toxicity came from because I remember finding out that you could type into Facebook's search bar. Um, Alexan liked photo and it would bring up every picture that she liked on I Facebook. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. And I would do that with my exes and be like, well, even with my best friends, boyfriends, I'd be like, they're liking this picture. They're liking yeah. this. Maybe that's where my talk. <laughs> I'm so glad that shit didn't exist when we were like, we had like MySpace, but that was it. Well, top like, eight there was, was, yeah, that was intense. Picking your top yeah. eight and other people's hey, top eight. You got to yeah. rank your friends publicly like that. Sometimes. <laughs> that stressed me out so bad. Put them in place. <laughs> they have to step but there, imagine mm-hmm. instagram existed when we were in high school that was- they would be all like highly highly filtered way more than now <laughs> super bright negative Wait, pictures instagram existed when i was in high school not when i was in oh high yeah school. i mean yeah it did. <laughs> but we lived we and lived the pictures the, were like that we lived in the moment though yeah, yeah. okay i want to life i want to speak on that because people are like Ugh, it's so what a shame you see people at a concert and all their phones are out why why would you not like we used to take pictures with disposable cameras right you just wouldn't why, share it. yeah and, That's and the only difference. why would you not want a memory forever of, of that like, I, should think, be honest, I don't think i went to a concert and took pictures if I didn't, like, but to speak phone. on that mm-hmm. i think what the issue not the issue is but what they're speaking of is like because i've done it before when i'm at a concert i'm recording but if i put my phone down it like, cause I'm focused on getting the right angle and all mm-hmm. that instead of just being there. Like, that's why you uh, need to be a Virgo because then you can uh, multitask. Mm-hmm. You can take the video and pay attention. Yeah, to because yeah. when you're taking, well, I feel like when I'm taking a video, I'm looking at my screen instead of. You're more yeah. focused on getting the content than enjoying the concert. See, have you I, seen my concert videos? I was about to say, like not this. my concert yeah, videos. Same. Ceiling, but you can hear them. <laughs> yeah. I want to capture the feeling <laughs> in that the artist, you know? Oh, so, yeah, mine's so. I mean, I think also, I like, feel like example of like TikTok pushes me out of my comfort zone and it makes me have fun mm-hmm. like I don't have a lot of ways to be creative but like seeing the TikTok trends and trying to do them with like my mom or with you guys it's really mm-hmm. fun it is yeah, yeah I think social media can both be beautiful and really bad too and I think it's just having those conversations like I think about like also the ugly world of it and I think this is just me as a mom you know what yeah. I mean like I think as a mom 
I feel like I try to have my daughter like not be on social media for as long as possible because I feel like my daughter does have a lot of pressure in her life like to be like a straight A student and then she like has a sport so she has to be like a citizen example and all of this whereas before like you can go out and have fun and all this and Mm -hmm. it's not on media right we're now we're now that can ruin like her future like if you know she wants to be recruited or something then they see her drinking or they see her at parties or things like that it can just like ruin a lot of things for her Mm -hmm. and then I feel like if you have problems at home not at home at school they follow you like people are always like conflict you're always I feel like sometimes as a young adult as a young kid I think sometimes you're looking for validation from others through social media like Mm -hmm. oh yeah this person had a thousand likes or this person so then sometimes it could cause like validation from others and cause like a habit like that Mm -hmm. you know so but I also think like for family and fun it can be really really great so I think it's just like having that mental space and positivity and feeling so content with who you are that makes it beautiful you know Mm -hmm. well if you have you guys seen the documentary on Netflix about the creators of social media and Instagram Mm -hmm. they don't allow their kids to have any of that until they're 18 and that's that's for a reason Mm-hmm. And yeah if you're like you're saying your self-esteem is still you're still growing your self-esteem you're still growing as a person and you don't also want to add the pressure of strangers um creepiness there's so mm-hmm. much creepiness still on social media where people can find you I've seen tiktoks where this guy literally will take one picture that somebody posted on their tiktok or like this little clip with something in the background and he can find their exact location mm-hmm. it's it's creepy. You gotta be Especially like on Snapchat, you can put like exactly where you are when you take mm-hmm. pictures. And I'm like, that's kind of crazy because you're letting and sometimes Snapchat, if you can just let anyone like send you snaps and stuff. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I'm like, that's crazy. I would never. <laughs> I feel like I'm such a paranoid person and I really don't know where this came from, but I am even paranoid of my kids. Like I even, I'm that mom that doesn't let their kids be photographed in the school stuff. Like I will never give consent because sometimes I feel like there are creeps like that. And that's mm-hmm. the first place they're going to go is look at school websites. And it's so yes. easy. You know what school it yeah. is. You know, mm-hmm. I'm paranoid and I feel like I've even always told my girls, like, no one will ever pick you up except for me, my, mm-hmm. my, my sisters and grandma, that's it. And I was like, yeah. so even if you know them, like, if you've seen that you've met them before, I was a friend, like, you don't ever go. And I know they follow that because one time I had someone give me a ride and mm-hmm. my Thea, my do- youngest one, recognized the car, but you can tell she was backing up. Like, Good. she already knew, like, that's not like, even though yeah. she knew who that person was because mm-hmm. she was driving. I can tell she was like scared in her face, like, oh no. Like this isn't supposed to happen. Like, yeah. Where's my mom? But then I saw her and then she's like, oh hey, like yeah. good. Yeah. My kids will be so trained because they'll be like, Mom doesn't have any friends. I don't have friends, so no one will ever come pick you up. No, <laughs> they'd be like, Well, mom doesn't drive, so exactly. <laughs> so why are you such a homebody, you think? Oh, a lot of reasons. I'm a very anxious person. I married somebody with the exact same personality as me when it comes to anxiety. Uh, I love being home. Uh, I like having people over. Like I have movie nights with my family. We're on a Harry Potter kick right now. And I'll make them like 
themed drinks and I'll make sure our house is really cute and cozy. But I just love being home. I also live an hour away from everything since mm-hmm. I was six years old. So I like to do my stuff when I'm out at work, like if we're going to go do something. But the weekend, I feel like it's for my house. I find a lot of peace and comfort in my house. So like how far would it be a drive to Target? Because mine's down, mine's down the street. She said yeah, 30 minutes. Like, oh, it's just 30 minutes. <laughs> it's just 30 minutes. Honestly, at least it's a peaceful drive. I can't drive mm-hmm. enough. So yeah. I yeah, get for- overwhelmed. I, I will not you- go to a grocery store if it's more than five minutes away. I'll wait. <laughs> you guys have that perception though, because I think last time your mom was like, yeah, it takes you like 40 minutes to get to the mall. I'm like, no, it doesn't. <laughs> like, like 10 minutes it's like to a the 10 mall. Minute thing. <laughs> um, growing up in Horizon, yeah, everything was oh. 30 minutes at least. Oh, that's yeah. right. I and don't go to Horizon. Or, or I hated it. You hated it. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm not a small town person. Or I'm a city girly. Yeah, I just feel like if I want the city, I can drive to it, but my neighborhood's so quiet. Alex and, or sorry, the three of your mom, Lori, when she comes over here, she always tells my mom, she's like, I've never slept so good. It's so (laughs) quiet. Also, my mom has those blackout curtains, but your mom will sleep in until like 11 and wake up and be like, I never sleep in this late. (laughs) That's because she doesn't have her dogs. I was about to say it's because she doesn't have the animals waking her up to go outside. Maybe that's what she meant by quiet. I don't feel like the streets are loud. Like here, it's not loud. There's people screaming. There's no people. There's gunshots. (laughs) (laughs) Well, here it's a little noisy at night because you have cars and you have people Mm -hmm. drunk. You can hear them racing or you can hear them. Oh, where you live. Yes. Yeah. You live right off like the main highway there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So, um, Valerie, what can we expect out of you on this podcast? I'm very into pop culture. I'm always up. I feel like I catch things before the news catches things on pop culture. I always have conspiracy theories for what's going on with celebrities and reality TV. I love to talk about breaking traditions and I'm very open to learning about everybody else's different journeys. And I just want to have fun with you guys on Sundays. It has already been fun. Mm-hmm. it has been like Alexandra was saying it's like a little therapy session yeah every Sunday where we get to decompress yeah and bonding and bonding yeah y'all know I laugh a lot you laugh a little, you laugh a little too loud you do, live, you do everything a little too loud the best medicine. The I'm definitely very opposite of that like I feel like I definitely want the attention on me. Yeah. <laughs> no, balance no each other. I don't think any of us noticed that at all really that's oh. weird that's you weird. do I haven't been living in your shadow my whole life <laughs> Okay, next episode will be featuring the baby, which is Alyssa. I'm really excited to hear about her. Make sure you're following us on all our socials at the Prima Tapes to keep up with us. We're trying to keep up with the daily videos on our TikTok and Reels account. And make sure you check us out on YouTube at the Prima Tapes underscore. Bye. 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 Bye.